Blog Talk Radio. Voice of Eastern Airlines. You've come to the right place if you're part of the Eastern family and friends, or if you're under 40 and haven't heard of this legendary airline. We like to talk about Eastern Airlines, and folks from all over the world listen to our Eastern Airlines radio show now on the air for nearly 10 years. Thanks for Cyber Radio, we have identified over 50 countries in nearly every continent. So here we are again, talking about our favorite way to fly, Eastern Airlines. We can truly say we are the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. And my name is Neil Holland, the producer of the show, and along with hosts from many different areas in the U.S. you'll hear tonight, we say welcome to our Eastern world. Don Gagnon is our announcer tonight in the absence of Chuck Albright. Don, how about taking it from here, and let's get the show in the air. Oh, fine. Thanks, Neil, and hello to our Eastern family and friends. As our producer said, we're glad you're with us for more Eastern talk, news, and information. My name is Don Gagnon, and I'm taking over for the duty, uh, duties of our regular announcer for the next few shows. I'm coming to you live from the Villages, Florida. Our producer, Captain Neal, is in St. Augustine, and our hosts are scattered all over the country. Captain Jim and Carrie Holder live in Atlanta. Captain Mike Scott in the New York area around Long Island, as is Captain George Jen. Colleen DeFleece is in Westerly Chapel, Florida. That's just a little north of Tampa. And Dorothy, my lovely wife, is with me here in the villages. Mark Porter is our new Eastern 3.0 reporter in the Miami area, and he's doing a great job. Sure is. Mr. Producer, if you see anybody that I left out, please let me know. Uh, From all our hosts, uh, we say welcome and thank you for listening and calling in the show over the past nine years. You have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We'd love to hear your comments and share your memories with the radio listeners from around the world during the broadcast. If you haven't called the show before, all you need to do is call 213-816-1611 and just say hello and talk to us on the air live every Monday, uh, every Monday evening at 7 p.m. 
Eastern Daylight Time. Many of our listeners choose to listen by computer using a radio icon on the homepage at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in to the website provider, Blog Talk Radio, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Now remember to abbreviate the word Captain to C-A-P-T. Should you wish to talk during, live during the broadcast, feel free to call in our number at 213-816-1611 at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let me repeat that number so you can write it down for your Monday night visits. 213-816-1611. By the way, tell your friends about us. Our membership is growing. We're up to about uh, 1,042 Eastern Family members now. Uh, and don't forget, you can listen to any of our 460 Monday night broadcasts and 100-plus Thursday broadcasts by simply going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's C-A-P-T. E-D-D-I-E, and scrolling down through the archive of broadcast. Each episode is briefly described. We're nearing 600 episodes now, and all because of listeners like you wanting to talk about Eastern Airlines. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk with us live, uh, we ask that you please mute your phone as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out back-down noises, such as barking dogs, slamming doors, ice cubes and beverages, ringing phones, etc. That's why they put the mute button feature on our phones. And now I see we're number one for takeoff, so let's get flight 460 in the air. We're going to start this big, big fellow. We're using a Boeing 757 tonight, so let's get it started and we'll get in the air. Eastern 460, you're cleared for takeoff. Wind 10024, runway 13 right, cliff takeoff. Roger, 460. Fourth inning, and at the end of three and a half innings of play, the Yankees seven. California, nothing. Frustrated in his quest for the big idea, Channel 11's Henry Tillman appeals to the people of New York. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you. Help me find a way to tell New York that Channel 11 is bigger and better than ever. If you love our movies, our comedies, our news, our Yankee baseball, 
send your big ideas to me, Henry Tillman, Box 1100. Together, we can dream the impossible, reach the unreachable, boldly go where no man or woman has ever gone. Yep, scramble. Let's not keep them waiting. At the Eastern Air Shuttle, we have a crew on standby whose sole mission is to fly you to Boston or Washington whenever one of our regular shuttle planes is full. And for that reason, we at the Eastern Air Shuttle Service can guarantee you something no other airline can. A seat. The Eastern Air Shuttle, a guaranteed seat without a reservation. Like they say on that...
similarities between Jaws and pirate movies. At other points in the score, he evoked private pirate music, which he called primal, but fun and entertaining. There are various interpretations of the meaning and effectiveness of the primary music theme, which is widely described as one of the most recognizable cinematic themes of all time. Music scholar Joseph Cancellaro proposes that the two-note expression mimics the shark's heartbeat. Now, who doesn't recognize the notes that, that, to that music? Do you remember what was going on in Eastern when this movie and score were playing? Here's a little EAL history. In 1975, Frank Borman is named President and Chief Operating Officer. Floyd Hall was still Chairman of the Board. There were 32,800 employees, and the next year, Floyd Hall's 12-year contract expired on December 1976, and he left, leaving Frank Borman as CEO and COO. In-flight movies started. Total aircraft now 250 with 29 L-1011s. Does anyone know how long Smokey and the Bandit entertained Eastern passengers at 37,000 feet in the L-1011? Too long, Carrie. <laughs> too long. <laughs> too, too long. I think every time my kids and myself pass right, right rode on the 1011, that's what we would be watching. Frank, uh, well, Smokey and the Bandit. It was a great movie. It was. Yeah. Now, let's see what this next one sounds like. I think we've all heard this many a times and seen the movie. And uh, the guy doesn't look exactly the same after all these many years of dancing. So enjoy this one, and you'll recognize the theme music for Saturday Night
Saturday Night Fever in 1977. Yep. Night Fever is a song written and performed by the Bee Gees. It first appeared on the soundtrack of Saturday Night Fever on RSO Records. Producer Robert Stigwood wanted to call the film Saturday Night, but uh, singer Robin Gibb expressed hesitation at the title. Stigwood liked the title Night Fever, but was wary of the marketing the movie of the same name. The song bounded upwards on the Billboard charts, while the Bee Gees' two previous hits from Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, How Deep Is Your Love and Staying Alive, were still in the top ten. The the record debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart at at 76, then leaped up to 44 positions to number 32. Then it moved from 32, 17, to 8, to 5, to 2, to 1, and it remained at number one for eight weeks, the most of any single that year, and ultimately spent 13 weeks in the top ten. From the first five weeks of Saturday Night, from Night Fever, it was number one. Staying Alive was number two. Also, one week in March, the Bee Gees-related songs held five top ten positions in the Hot 100 chart, and more impressively, four of the top five positions with Night Fever at the top of the list. And Eastern History in 1977, Airbus finally made it to, the, to finally made it to America. No carrier would consider this foreign-built aircraft until Eastern's Charlie Simmons made a fantastic deal to bring the wide-body A300B4 aircraft into the Eastern stable. Four of these aircraft were on a test basis to conceive, convince Eastern that it was the aircraft that it said it would be. So, in 1977, Eastern purchased 17 of these aircraft that proved to be a reliable aircraft.
Carrie, uh, Colleen is not with us tonight. Would you tell us a little bit about the Godfather? Okay. One second here. The Godfather is a soundtrack from the film of the same name released in 1972 by Paramount Records and in 1991 on compact disc by MCA. Unless noted, the cues were composed by Nino Roda and conducted by Carlos Savina, who was credited on the LP but not on the CD. The song, I Have But One Heart, is sung by Al Martino, who performed it in the film as character Johnny Fontaine. The score was nominated for an Academy Award. However, the Academy withdrew the nomination after determining that the Love Theme was a rewritten version of Nino Rota's music from the 1958 film Fortunella. Now, here are a few facts about the movie I bet you didn't know. Marlon Brando used cue cards. The horse's head was real. (laughs) (laughs) The words mafia and mob are uttered in the movie. Sophia... Coppola, the director's daughter, is in all three Godfather movies. Brando turned down his Academy Award Best Actor Oscar. Brando didn't stuff his mouth with cotton for the movie. Lots of famous actors failed to be cast in the film. EAL history in 1972, Eastern Airlines was the first with the new Lockheed L-1011 with its first trip in service. April 26, 1972, New York, Miami. At the end of this year, the Elgin 11 crashed into the Everglades near Miami on December 29, 1972. 11 Elgin 11s in service by end of 
Wars saga films. The music of the Star Wars franchise is composed and produced in conjunction with the development of the feature films, television series, and other merchandise within the epic space opera franchise created by George Lucas. The music for the primary feature films, which serves as the basis for the rest of the related media, was written by John Williams. Williams scores for the nine saga films and a suite for a spin-off film, Cut Among the Count Among the Most Widely Known and Popular Contributions to Modern Film Music, and utilize a symphony orchestra and features an assortment of about 50 recurring musical themes to represent characters and other plot elements. One of the largest catches of the themes in the history of film music was released between 1977 and 2019. The music for the primary feature films was, in the case of the first two trilogies, performed by the London Symphony Orchestra and in select passages by the London Voices Chorus. The sequel trilogy was largely conducted by Williams and William Ross and performed by the Hollywood Freelance Studio Symphony and in a few passages by the Los Angeles Master Coriel. There were so many great movies and music produced in the 1970s it's hard to select the best in the decade. For instance, here is one we all have heard thousands of times, not only in the movies themselves, but in commercials that require the best of oneself.
and still visualize so clearly Rocky running up and down those 72 stone steps <laughs> at the entrance of the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Actually, they have become known as the Rocky Steps. Now, I did that once on a layover in downtown Philadelphia. Actually, I just walked up them, and I thought it was very undignified as an Eastern <laughs> captain to run up and have a heart attack. And I didn't have a heart attack. Rocky came out in 1976. The original motion picture score is a soundtrack album for the 1976 film Rocky, composed by Bill Conti. It was released on vinyl in the United States on November 12, 1976, by United Artists Records, followed by a CD release by EMI Records on November 7, 1988. The soundtrack is notable for its inclusion of Gonna Fly Now. Fly Now, I get that right. The theme of the song from Rocky. And why wasn't it an air aviation movie then? That sounded like it ought to have been one. Fly Now. Although the country version of Gonna Fly Now Again is the most recognizable arrangement, a cover of the song performed by legendary trumpeter Maynard Ferguson, who we all remember, of course, on his Conquistador album prior to the release of the motion picture soundtrack. Actually, it outsold the soundtrack itself. The version of Conti's Gonna Fly Now, released on later records and CDs, differs from the version used in the film. This is getting a little on the complicated side. <laughs> Just a few years ago after this movie and theme song, the 50th anniversary of Eastern Airlines was celebrated. The company had 37,100 employees and carried 37.44 million passengers, million passengers with a fleet of 257 airplanes. On October 24th of 1978, the Airline Deregulation Act was passed. Not good. Study made possible on possible merger with national airlines, which did not happen. Service was eliminated by Eastern at Memphis, Macon, Roanoke, Akron, Canton, and Chattanooga. Eastern carried 37.44 million. Seems like I said that already once. Passions with a fleet of 257 aircraft. Now, Neil, our producer, tells me he flew the last flight, flight out of Roanoke. Was is that true? Was anything memorable about shutting the door there, Neil? No, no. I turned the lights out, and uh, everyone uh, wished uh, that uh, it was it would remain open. But uh, we had just a very few passengers on it uh, on that last flight out. But um, that was in a 727 also. Yeah, I was asking what you're flying, 727, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see if we can come up with another good song here. Now, don't cry over this one. <laughs> <laughs> About the love she brings to me 
Where do I start? Never be another love, another time She came into my life and made the living fine She filled my heart She filled my heart With very special things published in 1970 with music by Francis Lye and lyrics by Carl Sigmund. The, store, the song was first introduced as an instrumental, th- instrumental theme in the 1970 film Love Story after the film's distributor, Paramount Pictures, rejected the first set of lyrics. Andy Williams eventually recorded the new lyrics and took the song to number nine on Billboard magazine's Hot 100 and number one on their easy listening chart. The score for Love Story was written by Francis Lai, and the company that published the music for Paramount felt that the track heard over the opening and closing credits, which was titled Theme from Love Story, needed lyrics. Michael Sigmund, son of lyricist Carl Sigmund, recalled that his father was asked to provide the words and received the synopsis of the script and the lead sheet of the music. The story was schmaltzy, he said, but the music inspired words that expressed the sadness beneath beneath the schmaltz. The initial set of lyrics his father wrote mirrored the storyline of the film from the perspective of the male protagonist who describes a woman who enters his life, so Ginny came, and then suddenly was gone. Paramount executive Robert Evans thought the lyrics was a downer, Further, he couldn't abide the phrase, Jenny came, believing it too sexually suggestive for a mainstream audience. He demanded a rewrite, and this upset Carl. At first, justifiably proud of the fine lyrics he crafted, he was angry and felt like refusing to do a rewrite. But the very next day, he cooled off and, pacing around his living room, said to his wife, Where do I begin? And the new lyrics were launched. 
a little Eastern history from that year. So let's take a look at Eastern at the beginning of the decade. In 1970, Sam Higginbottom was named president, and Floyd Hall still remained as chairman. The uh, famous astronaut, <clears throat> Frank Borman, started as a VP. His total employees now total 31,500, and Eastern carried 22.38 million passengers with a fleet of 220 aircraft. There were so many songs to choose from, 41 to be exact. Our producers chose this song to represent the best in our next movie. Mr. Producer, you're on. triple platinum in the U.S. where it peaked at 10 on the Billboard 200 album chart. Included in the film, but not on the soundtrack, are G by The Crows, Louie Louie by Flash Cadillac and The Continental Kids, and Harrison Ford's in-character, a Capella rendition of 
Some Enchanted Evening. A second <laughs> compilation titled More American Graffiti, uh, not to be confused with the 1979 film sequel of that name, was issued by MCA in early 1975 with George Lucas's approval. It featured more rock and doo-wop hits from the late 50s and early 60s, and only one of which, The Crows, which was G, was featured in the film, along with additional Wolfman Jack dialogue. Now, who doesn't remember Wolfman Jack? (laughs) A third and final oldies compilation titled American Graffiti, Volume 3, was also issued by MCA in early 76. All the songs on the soundtrack album are presented in the order they appeared in the film. The UK version of the soundtrack album is slightly reordered and omits three tracks, both the Beach Boys songs and Teen Angel by Mark Denning. The album is thus entitled 38 Original Hits from the Soundtrack of American Graffiti. And in 1973, Care Bear was purchased by Eastern Airlines in March. Captain Rickenbacker died while in Europe. Eastern sent a DC-8 airplane to bring back his body along with the Rickenbacker family. This was the year that the fuel crisis started with costs skyrocketing. Large-scale personnel reduction was made. Samuel L. Higginbottom resigned as president, and there were 16 new L-1011s delivered, plus nine Boeing 727-200s. Superman, 1978, 
The score for Superman, composed and conducted by John Williams, was performed by the London Symphony Orchestra with concertmaster John Georgiadidis. Recording took place at the Anvil Studios in Denham Bucks, England. Source music was recorded on July 17th. Williams' Superman theme, which is first heard during the opening credits of the film Superman, has been reused with varying arrangements as the opening music for every Superman film except for Superman 3, in which Ken Thorne employed a lighthearted, somewhat comical cue to represent the streets of Metropolis. It is also referenced in Johnny and Jerry Goldsmith's score to the 1984 film Supergirl during a scene in which the title character sees a poster of Superman. In the 2017 film, Justice League, Danny Elfman is reusing William's Superman theme as well as his themes from Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns for the new incarnation of the character. In this first movie, can anyone tell us who played the Man of Steel? Who was the last to play Superman role? It was George somebody in the Man of Steel in the first movie, wasn't it? Yes, I think you're right. No, it was uh, the movie was Christopher Steele, and I was going to make a remark about that because uh, Christopher, I flew Christopher Steele from Easton, Maryland, over to Washington National. Now this was back in the early '90s. Uh, he had his uh, horse accident, equestrian, that left him paralyzed. Christopher Reeve. Uh, in oh, 1995, yeah. right. but a really a nice person on the flight. The only time, it, and we didn't talk much. He was sitting in the back of the uh, little airplane that I was flying for Maryland Air. This was in 90, I think it was about 90 or 91. And a few years later, of course, he became uh, uh, completely uh, uh, yeah, paralyzed. But, uh, well, I don't know who the, the last one was. I can't think of his name, but you see him on Fox News uh, in the morning quite often. Uh, he doesn't quite look so famous, yeah. but uh, that he's on there. Dean, Does anybody Dean's, know his name? His name is Dean, Dean something. We see him yeah, on, the, on right, the news. Yeah, right, I forgot right. his last he's on, name. He's on Fox News uh, quite often in the morning. Yeah. Oh, hey. Are they planning another Superman movie? Or, or No, it's Batman, I think, that they've got working now. Yeah, right. Batman. Batman. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be Batman or is it going to be Fat Man? Oh, Well, it was fun with the uh, musical themes of movies oh, that wonderful. we enjoyed. During our Eastern years, and, and the music uh, that's came what, through real good, Neil. It really did. It came yeah, through real good. good. Excellent. Very good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I don't know how it is with some of some people listening on their telephone, and I don't know how it comes across over a phone speaker, but uh, yeah, well, it the, did. I'm on you, a phone. I'm on a phone. And it came I'm on through a landline, okay. and it comes through fine. Good. All right. Very good. And I well, we'll have some more. We did that disco one. Oh yeah. Saturday Night Fever. I won a dance award. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I've seen you dance, you, you Dorothy, and, and you and Don can really <laughs> cut her up. 
<laughs> Kicking the nickels out of his shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Bobby socks and all. <laughs> Mostly pennies we had in ours. Yeah. You didn't wear Bobby socks, did you, Dorothy? I'm afraid I did, Neil. <laughs> yeah, I, did too. I was with the girls. No, 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 no. But one now, day how about it, Carrie? Did, did you? No, I never wore your pocket. You better not have. <laughs> <laughs> That's my young but bride, Jim, you know. <laughs> but Jim Holder had a penny in his loafers, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> a, st- a steel penny. And my blue jeans rolled up one cup. <laughs> and cigarettes underneath yeah. your sleeve. <laughs> Did you have a steel penny in we, there? We were you cool, man. Lucky as a camel to your sleeve. <laughs> George, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here, Neil. <laughs> now, so he got a fish hook out of his finger. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you loud and clear. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, tell us a little bit about what you wore back in those years. Yes, well, which years. years what which years well, are you talking about? We well, uh, <laughs> back during these seventies, in the seventies. Oh the seventies, yeah. Well heck. I was flying for Eastern End, you know, so I wore my <laughs> you uniform wore a uniform. to work and, <laughs> yeah, and I wore my jeans on a layover. That was it, you know. <laughs> Where were well, your bell bottoms? Oh, I had those. You can bet your boots on that. <laughs> and those you know, collars. I, I found a picture of myself. I used to deliver leather goods, you know, like uh, sole heels for shoes and and things like that for a company during high school. <clears throat> and uh, I, I, someone took a picture. I don't know who it was, but. Someone took a picture of me. Now, mind mind you, this is in high school. I think it was my senior year. And I had a T-shirt on and, of course, uh, khakis. And I had my sleeve rolled up for sure <laughs> with a pack <laughs> of cigarettes stuffed underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> you and I got a picture of that. I had to frame that one. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't Probably know that truck. you smoked. Oh, I smoked for twenty some years, yeah. Oh wow. <clears throat> that's that's the result of this raspy voice that I have. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Yeah. But I stopped well, I think, that silly yeah, habit. Pretty much everybody oh, yeah. smoked back then. It was you know? back back in the days when you put uh, your quarter in the in the cigarette machine and the cigarettes came out, and there was two or three cents inside the cellophane, along with a pack of matches. Oh yeah, that's right, right too. Yeah. Right. And how many how many cigarettes did you collect on the meal that was brought up to you in the yeah. cockpit? Remember that? Jim? Yeah. Yeah. I quit. I quit the chocolate by then. I remember yeah. the, back in the chiclet days when they used to give you those for your ears. The chewing gum, you go. two packs of chiclets. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but they were. Che- I, I told they were... This... Go ahead. Yeah, Jim. I told this story before. Uh, I quit smoking. Eastern Airlines helped me quit smoking because I smoked, and all my cousins and friends and everybody else smoked, and we quit. You know, a week later you start again. But I went to work yeah. for Eastern and been. Uh, October 63, and I told him I didn't smoke, and I never smoked a cigarette again. Oh, it worked out great. You, you didn't know, have all the friends and praying, yeah. sticking a cigarette in your, your, 
Your eyes must have burned when you got out of the cockpit, Jim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nicotine stained fingers. <laughs> yeah. You know what my grandmother said, don't you? I've told her what grandma said. Tobacco oh, no. is a nasty weed. It comes from the devil's seed. It picks your pockets, burns your clothes, and makes the chimney out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs> that makes everybody want to quit. <laughs> we, we used to call it. We used to call it the Red Man's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Red Man's Revenge. Yeah. Well, God. good talk about the uh, movies and uh, also. Back in the day. Uh, Mark, are you with us? Mark Porter? I, I think he mind. is. I was going to ask Mark Porter if he'd give us a quick update of the Eastern version 3.0. Are they the only airline still flying? It seems like they might huh. be. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so, as far as the Eastern is going, there you are. The, uh, the uh, 767-300 is coming out this week, freshly painted. The 777s joined the fleet in the fall. Um, that's what they told me. And um, we've started service to Los Cabos uh, 27th of June uh, from New York City, and then San Diego, and then Toluca. And I think Houston figures in there after that. I bet so that we're Cabo's flight's going to be. I bet the Cabo's flight will be popular. I think. From I New think York. so because people are sick and tired of the virus. They'll want to yeah. get away. Yeah. Um, I was looking it up the other day, and you can um, start off for hotel rooms for sixty-five a night, all the way up to yeah. three eighty-six. So if you want to go on the cheap, um, you know, you could do that. There are the all-inclusive things uh, for families. Um, so it, it's a pretty it's twice a week. Uh, the flights arrive at a good time. Um, I think a lot of people want to go and just get some sun or, you know, see something. Well, hey, and I think the maybe we get George. Same thing. Maybe George Jen can go down there and do some fishing down there. Yeah, that's a great spot. Oh, yeah, one of the best. Yeah. 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 My little yep, brother did. That. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful fishing there. I, I, I never I, for the, the the CEO of Eastern though because he's doing a great job and their website people have to be the worst on the planet. My my <laughs> eight year old son could do a better job. My gosh. Mark, where, where is their main base? Is is it in New York or Miami? Uh, Philadelphia. I mean, and then Wayne, Pennsylvania. But um, uh, hu- Miami is going to be hubbing up, shall we say? Because uh, it's going to be where they go deep into South America, and New York will be New York and Houston will be where they go into uh, So we have your Houston, Dallas, LAX, New York, into Mexico, and then Panama City and Point South. Wow. Oh, and yeah. if Brazil gets this off together, um, I can see why uh, Eastern X Dynamic went to Rio because no service is really given to Rio. And so yeah. I'll bet they have their eyes on that once the um, coronavirus is. Yeah, settles down. Because it's a mess there. 
Yeah. It got really yeah. bad. Rio's not as much as it's cranked up to be, let me tell you. <laughs> no, I've been there. It's not. It's, uh, no. But Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, Bolivia, those are great places to go. Yeah. Well, uh, I still hope that somehow we can get the CEO to come on our oh. radio show and tell he's us been about on Fox, that. So there's no reason, he, if he's been on Fox, no reason he can't be on this radio show, which goes all Absolutely. Yeah. Bend his arm, uh-huh. Mark. Okay. I'll, who, send, who I'll is, send him an email who, tomorrow. Goodness knows the poor who, guy is sending so many emails in a week. <laughs> who, who is the CEO, Mark? Uh, Steve Hurst, H A R F S T. Oh, okay. He does a great okay. job. He uh, he um, was the COO for Allegiant. He was the COO for um, Indigo. Uh, no, Air India, I think it was. And uh, he made them basically very competitive in the world and uh, Allegiant in the United States. Um, and he's doing sort of the Southwest strategy for South America. But uh, the web designers are just. Horrible. If you take a look at JetBlue, now there is a good web design. It says they're going to, uh, even Neil, you pointed this out when I'd say Guayaquil, you know, they yeah. say Ecuador, and then they say the two cities they serve in Ecuador. And if yeah. you turn to the eastern site, it says the airport suddenly reached some box. No one knows where that is. So I feel sorry where the the management does one thing and the website people do a poor job. Yeah. Too bad because nowadays everybody is internet savvy. Right. And you do want the American crowd. You don't just want the citizen from Guayaquil. Right. If you're in Manhattan, that's 8 million right there. And the greater New York area, um, New York City area, is 22 million. So Mark, did, did, you, did you say they're going to fly into Panama also? Yeah, um, they're doing, um, I think it's, uh, it was Houston. I think it's going to be pa- Dallas now uh, to Panama City and Point South, which kind of led okay, me to believe that they're taking on Copa. Yeah, there's a new, there's a new airport there that's south of Panama City. I, I, I flew into Panama, I've flown into Panama City twice to go fishing down in the uh, uh, southern part of Panama. And the, mm-hmm. the new airport opened up about halfway from Panama City down to where I go fishing in David. But it's really a beautiful airport. You know, they ought to look at that instead of uh, Panama City, you know. And that's not the PTY airport? I, I don't know what the designator is. At. The last time I was there was a couple of years ago. It was, not, it was ready to open, but it wasn't open yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the old Panama yeah, Airport wasn't wasn't too bad. I mean, there's nothing to do there, but uh, nothing but hot rod buses running around. <laughs> Where's that? They have uh, hot rod buses running all around town and uh, in downtown oh, yeah, Panama. Paint, but the yeah, regular airport nice. there was not that was not that bad. I've been in there many times. Really? Yeah. No. Hey, it's Mike. Nice. And- Mike, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a Jim Holder repeat here. <laughs> you probably <laughs> heard this one before, but I took a trip. I was flying Captain on 727 and uh, went into Panama, and uh, 
We had a full load. I mean, there wasn't a seat uh, left there. It, every, it was a full house going back to Atlanta. And uh, this flight attendant, uh, this guy stuck his head into the into the cockpit, and and uh, flight attendant came up and said, you, "Mister, you'll have to take your seat." And he said, "Oh, I'm a pilot too." And uh, I said, "Oh, are you a pilot?" And he said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, you can sit up here if you want to." And um, so anyhow, they closed us up. We got underway and we climbed out. And I asked him, I said, now, what airline do you fly with? He said, no, I'm a, I'm a Panama Canal pilot. <laughs> oh. Yeah, right, yeah. True story. True story. story. <laughs> you heard that one several. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I hey, that's fun, Jim Holder. I'm going to do that more often. Repeat my story. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> we used to go credit. from Panama, Panama back, to, uh, back to Oakland. <laughs> Panama to Oakland. Yeah. Well, a lot of fun talking. Okay, thank you so much for your report, Mark, and hope you hey, can keep us updated from time to time, and uh, let's uh, see what Dorothy's got for us. What's what's going on? You got any announcements, Dorothy? Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. But first, uh, I'd like one from our uh, EAL radio show to send our thoughts and prayers out to the family of George Floyd, as well as those experiencing mm-hmm. the violence that has gone out throughout our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And I'd like mm-hmm. to say we have... New members of 1,043 were up to gang. Uh, John, he didn't leave a a last name. I think it's Dora, but I'm not sure. Um, He's a male. He's 76 years old, and he's from New Jersey, and he joined us. And then we had a nice email from Mark Carden. I think everybody remembers him. He was one of the Eastern Airlines uh, associates. Um, he said, great show tonight. He listened to our program last week. Loved hearing about the history of the pedo tube. He's back yeah. in school and has five classes away from graduating with his bachelor's degree from Embry-Riddle. He said he'll be tuning in on Monday mm-hmm. evenings, and he can't tell how much time during this time uh, how he, the show relaxes him and makes him feel once again at ease with his Eastern family. So we thanked all of us for what we do, and he thanked you for flying Eastern Airlines. And we had another email from a Paul Sigmund, and uh, that was on Thursday, and he talked about ERA. One of the things he wanted to say is he thought he'd like us all to know that the Miami Historical Museum does want the EAL material, and the Smithsonian Museum has taken this offer to their board today. Uh, which was on the 28th, he wrote this of May, to see if they can use the items with their present EAL material. So he said, thanks and take care. So anyone that's looking to get rid of their, uh, lots of their memorabilia, uh, you have a place to look into. Uh, Thursday, don't forget we have our Captain Neil, the Reaper Radio Hour, and Jim Holder and Mike and Don, and Chuck have been on there joining him, and we have a lot of fun. So be sure to tune us in at 3 p.m. And our archive episodes of that program can be 
heard up on our www.blogstalkradio.com slash Captain Eddie. Our next program, of course, uh, that's next week, June 8th, is going to be open mic and it's going to be a topic of surplus of pilots and uh, a few other things that Captain Neal has in mind. We want to thank our sponsor, and one of those just contributed, uh, Miss Rita Morrell, who contributed a $50 donation to us. Uh, Rita's name is placed up on the website and under the uh, Falcon sponsor list. And, of course, our uh, yearly sponsor, being the Reaper, uh, has given us uh, such a donation each year. It's uh, certainly helped us stay on the the Eastern Airline radio show. Uh, Rita herself, she's in her 90s, believe it or not, and was a flight attendant for Eastern Airlines at both Newark and Miami. And she uh, today she sent us a note to let us know that she has enjoyed reading uh, Neil's book that he sent her, The Wings of Many, and uh, that was really nice, and we do appreciate her sponsorship very much as we do any of our uh, members that have given us sponsors, and their names are up on the website under either Gold, Silver, Falcon, uh, or as uh, Reaper under Platinum. So, folks, we're still looking for donors to be a sponsor to help us keep the radio voice of Eastern Airlines going strong across the airwaves of our wonderful planet Earth. That's right. We're heard in many countries across the globe. When you send in your donation of $40, you'll receive a signed copy of Neil's book, Wings of Many. It's a fun read by Eastern people in the days of Eastern air transport to the wings of many in Americans' favorite way to fly. Send your correspondence and donations made out to the EAL radio show to Captain Neil Holland at 9776. San Jose Boulevard, Suite 12B in Jacksonville, Florida, 33257. Why not be a sponsor by sending your donation to keep the radio voice of Eastern Airlines alive and well, and well into 2021. So thanks, everyone, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Back to you, Neil. Okay, Jim, I think you ought to bring Eastern 460 back into uh, Atlanta. Atlanta Tower, this is Eastern 460 again, and we got the runway in sight. Now, if traffic permits, we'd like runway 27 right. Roger, 460, we got you in sight. The wind is 260 at 10 knots, no reported traffic. You're clear to land on 27 right. Is that right? Is that you, Hap? No, 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 Roger Atlanta. You're talking to Smiling Jack tonight. He's in the left lane, <laughs> and we're coming on in. Make way. Clear the land. We'll clear everybody out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> Cyberwave 
and we talk about job openings for pilots. Or should we say, what job? And don't forget to tune in Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time for the Reaper Radio Hour, stories by the pilots of Eastern Airlines. If you haven't heard one of these broadcasts, you're really going to miss out on some great Eastern talk, and we do have a good time. Our producer's telling me it's time to say goodbye. This is Don Gagnon signing off on behalf of our hosts, Dorothy Gagnon, Jim Holder, Carrie Holder, Mike Scott, Darlene DeFleet, George Jen, Mark Porter, and of course our producer, Captain Neil Holland, playing the sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wayne. Left me standing here behind Silver wings Shining in the sun Good night, Eastern family, Eastern family and friends from around the world. Good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. We love you, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. One, two, three. Good night, night, Eastern. Good night, Eastern. We love you, Eastern. You're a little late, Mike. Taking you away and leaving me lonely. Silver wings slowly fading out of sight. Slowly fading out of sight. See you Thursday, Don and Mike. Okay. Good job, Neil. Thank you. Great. Good.